the recording for the audio version of the stream has begun. I'm very excited to be doing this. The Let's see. All right. We should be live on Trova. We are live on Twitter, on DLive, YouTube. And for whatever reason, Twitch.tv is lagging behind. Let me make sure all of my... My things are set up properly. All right. We got a lot to go over. All right. Come on. Hurry it up, Twitch. What's taking you so long? We're drinking wine today, courtesy of winesonsale.com. It was like 80 bucks for like 18 bottles of like exotic wine from all over the world. And uh, I bought it. You know, why not? Uh, so I'm going to be drinking while I stream. Hold up. I'm with my dog right now. <clears throat> If she's loud, I apologize for the noises. She's a really big dog. All right, let me go ahead and make sure that I have I'm testing right. D live, receive the transmission. All right, everybody should have received my test comment from Restream. Perfect. Everything should be good. We got a lot to go over. We're going to be talking about. Uh, let me hold. On, let me look at the title again. <laughs> Joey Gilbert versus Lombardo. So some news a little close to home. The DOJ just announced that they are going to be pursuing President Trump. And there's a lot of interesting things happening in Wisconsin. It is a battleground state and something major happened today. And it just might shape the trajectory of the midterms, in my opinion. And we're also going to be talking about this young content creator, a POC, a stunning and brave individual who is being canceled for his lawful speech. He did nothing wrong, by the way. He did nothing wrong. His name is Jaden, and I think he is absolutely hilarious, and he is absolutely uh, worth subscribing to and following because he's so goddamn funny. I was just like, I, I get home, and I'm like, you know, getting things ready, and I'm like looking at my phone. I'm looking at this guy's content. This kid, It's a kid. This kid's content, and I'm just dying of laughter. It, it genuinely is funny. I wouldn't say it if it wasn't true. And we're going to talk about some nope cope. Uh, that new film from Jordan Peele. I'm going to get into some thoughts about uh, Jordan Peele. Uh, in my opinion, he's kind of like a one-trick pony, but we'll get there when we get there. So let's just go ahead and dive right into the, uh, the first story. I think we got everything set up here. We got everything set up on the mini delay. Oh, yeah, important announcement, some housekeeping. I am now on TikTok, and I am not entirely committed to shorts, but I am more committed to doing shorts, if that makes any sense. I get, oh, fuck, I'm not making any sense. I've been drinking. I'm going to be doing shorts more often than I used to in the past. That's plain and simple. Now, some videos, some shorts will exist on TikTok because they simply cannot exist on YouTube because YouTube will, you know, they, they have really strict and draconian copyright rules and it hinders my ability to upload them. However, on TikTok, they are more forgiving. However, TikTok is more restrictive in regards to like their anti-bullying, anti-harassment uh, policy. I am not interested in bullying anybody. I am not interested in harassing anybody. I am an entertainer. I do uh, commentary and analysis. Uh, however, two of my videos were struck down on TikTok despite having an account for literally two, three days. And already I'm making waves over there. Uh, I was able to appeal one of them. But the second video, unfortunately, it will exist on YouTube only. So go ahead and let's go over to the mini display. So here's my TikTok video. So just to give you a sample, where's my cursor? There it is, of the, the kind of content that you will see on here. Uh, yeah, so I, I don't know why. Like, I'm getting hundreds of views on these videos. <laughs> I don't understand why these are so popular. But I have these two. 
and like no one's watching them. I don't understand. That doesn't make any sense to me. Whatever. Let, let's just let's get a sample of, of what to expect if you subscribe to my new TikTok channel. I just saw the man. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. go back to this. And the worst mother award goes to. <laughs> Yo, where, where's the father at? Yo, where's the dad? <laughs> I see these videos all the time, but I never see a father in the background. What's going on there? What does that mean? I know that joke sounds pretty harsh, you guys, but uh, I, I come from a single-parent household, so I'm allowed to make these jokes at the expense of these uh, so-called influencers. But here's one of my more... Uh, I'm really proud of this video just because of the roasting. All right, let's just, let's just dive into it. Hold up. Hey, guys. Something. These government mandates are out of control. They're out of control. I was just at a restaurant, and they told me I couldn't shit on the floor. And I was like, "What?" And they're like, "No, it's a, it's a new government mandate. You got to use these bathrooms." And these bathrooms are everywhere now. They're forcing them on everybody. And I was like, "Can you explain to me why I can't shit on the floor?" And they're like, "It's not. It's a, it's a health hazard to have human feces near where people are eating." Something about Hep C. Like, where's the Hep C? Oh, more fucking fake science. Don't fall for the groupthink, guys. We're Americans. We should be able to shit on the floor wherever we want. Don't let the government tell us what to do with our feces. Our feces. Our choice. Our lives. This dude is the comedy what 9-11 is to comedy. This guy sucks. I went on his page to see how hard this guy bombs. And let's just say that she just dropped that shit over Syria. He's more washed up than Katrina. I heard he's so washed up, parents tell their kids to Graham Elwood before supper. Yeah. All right, let's go back to me. Yeah, that Graham Elwood fella, that was uh, the end of the, the so-called comedian in that clip that I was doing the roast of. Uh, I went on his like YouTube page, and I, and I saw a couple of videos. Dude, the guy absolutely hates Kyle Rittenhouse. The dude is so unhinged. He tries to pretend like he's like super fringe and rogue, and he, and he hates both sides. But all, his whole content, his whole shtick is like just completely, uh, bro, your comedy is so ass. You have nobody watching you, and you're talking to yourself. LOL. Damn, Lumberjack, that is very hateful. That is incredibly hateful, and I don't appreciate that. Um, hopefully I can change your mind, man. Hopefully you stick around. And, uh, I'm not saying I'm a comedian, by the way. I never said I was a comedian. Um, I, I can probably write better jokes than Graham Elwood, uh, the individual who was just featured in that TikTok video. I just uploaded that, uh, last night. I don't, and again, I don't advertise my TikTok. I just made that account and it already has like hundreds of views. Like I, I literally don't understand. I don't understand how the site works. But people seem to have liked it, and it seems to be really well-received. I would like to talk to Graham Elwood and debate him. I think that would be really funny. Uh, I would absolutely fucking destroy him because he's an idiot, and he's talentless, and he doesn't understand politics at all, and he doesn't understand the law. And he clearly didn't watch, you know, the, the trial and doesn't understand the nuances of the, you know, of what went on in that courtroom. Uh, but he's got a lot of opinions, but very little uh, substance to back up anything that he says. Uh, so anyways, we're going to be talking about the first story. Uh, this is, uh, you know, over in my neck of the woods. All right, so Joey Gilbert. This is, this is the guy that I supported to be the next governor of Nevada. And he's filing an election contest against Sheriff Lombardo. And I'm not going to go over all this. Long story short, he claims that there is some sort of issue or discrepancy with the machines. I keep telling people... 
you know, having worked for the election department, uh, knowing the voter registrar, just understanding how this works. It's not the machines. It isn't the machines. It's the ballots. And uh, uh, Joey Gilbert should understand this. Unfortunately, you know, Trump is not going to intervene on Joey Gilbert's behalf and he's not going to support Joey Gilbert. He's already endorsed Lombardo and has, you know, been and his family has come out to stomp for Lombardo, which is kind of unfortunate because Joey Gilbert came out and stuck his neck out for Trump when it was like uncool. And like if I was advising President Trump, I would say, you know, to support Lombardo, to endorse Lombardo and spend a little extra time in Nevada so we can have a governor who can actually, you know, win in November. I don't believe that Lombardo has what it takes to beat Sisolak as awful of a governor uh, that that Sisolak is. Uh, Lombardo is not going to have the coalition necessary to defeat him. That is just my opinion. And uh, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna vote for Lombardo. I'm gonna support him. It's gonna be a protest vote. I don't like Lombardo. Uh, I believe he's corrupt. He's too corrupt. And the MAGA movement, the populist movement, the anti woke, the anti Democrat movement has become more diverse. There have uh, been uh, you know a, a lot more uh, you know uh, people coming forward. Hold on one second. Did my camera freeze? God damn. Uh, fucking a. How do I fix this? Wow. Uh, what am I going to do with this camera? Hold on. Let me see if I can reset it. But, but, but. Let's just zoom into the story really fast. I am going to try to... How do I reconnect this fucking camera? God damn. What, what, what is going on here? All right. You know what? Let's see what happens if I unplug it and then plug it back in. This is what happens when you fucking drink. Uh... Hold up, hold up, hold up. Wait, wait, wait. I know. Maybe I'll just can't. I'm going to close out of the camera hub. Let's go back to me plus content. Nope, I'm still frozen. I am frozen in place. God damn. Okay. Um, <laughs> one second, guys. All right. Okay. So the camera should be reset. Let's see if this thing works. No, it doesn't. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Properties, deactivate, activate. Oh, there we go. Oh, my God. Now it's all overexposed. Fuck, man. Hold up one second, guys. We got to steer the ship in the right direction. Hold up. I'm going to fucking drink. Okay. Let's close out of that. Oh. Uh, God damn so fucking bright jesus let's do automatic exposure sweet all right all right there we go shit all right guys we brought it back we saved the show let's hope that doesn't happen again so yeah essentially uh <laughs> Yeah, that's uh, that's Lombardo versus uh, Joey Gilbert, the, the election contest. I, I don't believe this is going to be successful. As, as much as I hate to say it, I believe that Lombardo won legitimately, shenanigans or not. Even if there was shenanigans or, or even if there wasn't shenanigans afoot in Clark County, I don't believe Joey Gilbert would have won. He needed Trump's endorsement to win. And, is, and it is a shame that uh, President Trump did not support, in my opinion, the, the legitimate, the genuine uh, the populist uh, you know, running for governor. It, it's it's so annoying, man. Like I said, before I got cut off by the, the technical difficulties, the duct tape uh, production, uh, Joey Gilbert would easily win over uh, a, a good amount of the, the African-American vote. He would have 
won over the Hispanic Latino vote, which is very important. And I believe uh, the individuals in Clark County that speak Tagalog, they would have come out uh, and stumped for Joey Gilbert. Uh, but would these groups be coming out for Lombardo? Absolutely not. So let's go ahead and move on to the next story. All right, so this is a big deal. This just happened today. <clears throat> so report, hold on one second, guys. I got to drink more. Oh, yeah. All right, so Wisconsin lawmaker involved uh, in a car crash that killed a mother and her five-year-old daughter. So this is pretty damn important. Now, the last I checked, they have not filed formal charges against this individual. This is not just a random Wisconsin lawmaker. This is the, the state minority leader. Janet uh, Bealey. All right, so let's just read this. <clears throat> From Madison, Wisconsin. Wisconsin State Senate Minority Leader Janet Bealey was involved in a fatal car crash Friday that left a mother and her five-year-old daughter dead. Bealey, a Democrat who represents a district that covers the northeastern part of the state, pulled into the path of a car driven by 27-year-old Alyssa Ortman of Pennsylvania, according to police in Ashland, Wisconsin. When Ortman's car collided with Buley's, it spun and was hit by another vehicle driven by 45-year-old Jody Munson. Ortman's five-year-old daughter was pronounced dead at the crash scene. Goodness. Uh, Ortman was transported to a nearby hospital where she later died, according to police. This is a heartbreaking event for the community. Our thoughts and prayers are focused on the individuals involved, their families, and their loved ones. A statement released by Bealey's office said, um, office said uh, Senator Bealey, who was not seriously injured in the accident, wants to thank all the dedicated law enforcement and emergency medical personnel who helped in the aftermath of the accident. Uh, ben Baker, uh, a reporting intern for the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel, part of the USA Today Network, was on the phone with Buley at the time of the crash on Friday afternoon for an interview he had arranged with her staff about this fall's election for the legislature. Shortly after the interview began, Buley told Baker she had uh, cataract eye surgery the day before. Minutes later, she stopped talking mid-sentence and the call went silent. When Baker asked Buley if she was still on the line, she sounded concerned. When Baker asked if she was okay, she said, yeah, I'm okay. This is not a good accident. Ashland Police Chief uh, Bill Hagstrom told the Ashland Daily Press on Monday he has not yet determined whether charges will be filed against one of the drivers. All right. We'll stop there. All right, so this is pretty fucking bad. This is really, 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 really bad. We are on the brink of a massive election. Wisconsin is a battleground state. Holding that state legislature is insanely important. Now, Janet Buley, most people don't know who she is. Give me a second, guys. I need more wine. Most people don't know who she is. And she gets into this accident. She's a minority leader, so she's, she's, a, she's one of the shot callers in Wisconsin. She's, she's definitely part of the... Um, She's definitely a part of the, uh, you know, the, the establishment in Wisconsin, the, this very important state. And now the police are struggling uh, as to whether or not they should file formal charges against this woman. Well, last time I checked, in nearly every state, it is illegal to operate a motor vehicle while using a personal uh, communication device, a, a phone, maybe an MP3 player, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. You, you it's illegal. You're not allowed to do it. Being a distracted driver is against the law. I'm almost certain that that is the case in Wisconsin. I should have checked before I started doing this stream. Uh, but I I'm going to assume that it is illegal to operate a motor vehicle and a cell phone at the same time. 
which is exactly what she was doing. That is corroborated by this intern who uh, worked for that network affiliated with USA Today. Uh, yeah, man, uh, she's fucked. Uh, you know, regardless of what happens to her, uh, she's fucked. The Democrats are fucked. Uh, wow, this is this is bad. Um, I don't I don't even know what's worse. It's like the Democratic Party is seen as a very elitist, uppity, douchey, rich group of people that are never going to be held accountable for their actions. Now, we have a high-ranking member of the Democratic Party in Wisconsin who killed, who allegedly is responsible for the death of multiple, indiv multiple, indiv multiple individuals and injuring a few others. If she is not charged, if she is not brought forth before a jury ever appears for what she's done, and again, we're, we're a few months away from, from the midterms. What is it? We're at the end of July. The midterms are in November. So a lot of things can happen then. This needs to happen like right now. They need to bring charges against her like immediately and, and, and you know, let this, you know, blow over. You know, she needs to be punished. And, you know, the, the other Democrats will, will be able to survive or, or at least have a fighting chance in the midterms. But if they don't do anything, if they drag and delay this process, it is going to be fucking damning for the Democratic establishment. And, and this is going to this isn't just going to affect uh, Wisconsin. It's going to affect, uh, you know, the, the, the surrounding area, of course. And this is going to, this is probably going to be, uh, you know, uh, going national uh, within the next few days. That would be my guess. You know, Democrats, uh, you know, they, they just, they get away with all these crimes. They can hang out on Epstein's Island. Their information isn't leaked. They're not harassed by the Department of Justice or the FBI. Uh, you know, you got Hunter Biden literally committing multiple felonies on camera. You know, he, he's, he's possessing firearms and using firearms when he is a prohibited person and he's flaunting his privilege in front of everybody. That is hurting the Democratic Party. Full stop. And if we have another example, a clear-cut example of that, and this is more egregious, I know a lot of people don't like Hunter Biden, but this is clearly more egregious than what Hunter has done besides, you know, the little children he's been with. Uh, she killed, people are dead because of the actions of this individual. She just had surgery. She was likely not, you know, man, uh, I have a few friends who had like laser eye surgery and it didn't really work out that well for them. It was, uh, you know, they, they, they had blurry vision for like a few months and they spent a lot of money doing it. And, you know, they, just by what they told me, like they, they'd be driving down the street and they're like, we can't even read the, the street signs after like a few months or a few weeks of having the surgery done. It was supposed to make their vision better and it didn't work. So I assume the, the cataract eye surgery was supposed to, you know, help her with her vision. Just wear fucking glasses like I do. Uh, granted, right now I, I would usually be wearing sunglasses, but I have these large lights and I can't read the screen because it's like an IPS screen. But yeah. Uh, it's just so much easier to put on the glasses and not endanger the lives of others or have the risk of, uh, you know, undergoing the surgery and it not really helping uh, much. Uh, in her case, she just had this surgery. Let me see. Shortly after the year, Billy told Baker she had uh, cataract eye surgery the day before. Dude, you, you, you can't be operating a vehicle. I would wait at least a week. Um, this is madness. So maybe it might not even be the phone. Well, I mean, granted, she was on the phone. That's that's a crime in and of itself. Um, they're likely going to blame the phone. But, I mean, if she wasn't in, you know, she physically was not able to see the road but decided to operate the motor vehicle anyways, you know, uh, th this just shows what a selfish individual uh, Janet is. 
Uh, yeah, Janet, she fucked up. Yeah, so state center, uh, state, uh, let me see, what does this, what does this say? Let's zoom in really quick. Uh, yeah, state senator Janet Bealey, Democrat from Mason, speaks during a hearing regarding COVID, uh, I can't say the whole thing, by the Committee on Senate Organization Monday, January 11th, 2021, at the Capitol in Madison, Wisconsin. Uh, okay. So yeah, this is her. This is the this is the woman that's responsible for the or allegedly responsible for the deaths of those innocent people. Uh, very unfortunate. Very unfortunate. This just happened. This just this story just broke today. This just broke today. <laughs> oh man, what a fuck up. Goodness. Oh uh, yeah, it's gonna be a fun stream. I'm uh, just checking up on my dog. She's popcorn is with me today. All right, let's go on to the next story. All right, we're going to be getting into Nope, this film. I wanted to see this movie. I haven't seen it yet. I haven't seen it yet. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes is like, you know, giving it glowing praise because Jordan Peele is like one of those woke stars that they love to, you know, ass kiss, etc. And, um, you know, I, me personally, here, here's my genuine thoughts about Jordan Peele. I, I made videos uh, about him. I'm not really impressed by him. Uh, in my opinion, the dude's a one-trick pony. The guy had a one-hit wonder. And that was it. Uh, all the other films that he's made after the the Get Out movie, total shit. Uh, the movie Us, nobody cares. You know, stupid film, incredibly forgettable, whatever. Um, Candyman, total fucking dud. Um, I think there was like another one. Again, they're forgettable. These films are garbage. And now there's Nope. Tim Pool hated the film. He does not recommend Nope. Uh, I was talking with a friend of mine and, you know, she, we were messaging each other about like, you know, films that we like, like foreign films and shit. And she told me about Nope and she's like, uh, there might be spoilers here, but fuck it. It's like, there's no alien. You're not going to see a fucking alien. It's an alien movie without an alien. You know, you're, it's, you know, what, what the fuck, man? You know, it's like people who go to see like, like imagine seeing the movie Halloween and Michael Myers is like never on screen. You never see Michael Myers. It's essentially what we got with this, with this fucking film. And the, the dude, this film did not do well at all at the box office. There's a lot of nope cope. There's a lot of nope cope because a lot of these, uh, you know, these these wokesters in the press, these wokesters in New York, all those critics in New York, and the uh, you know the the establishment over in Hollywood, they want to prop up Jordan Peele, you know, because of the color of his skin, and you know because of the movie Get Out and how significant it was for like the woke movement. And, uh, you know, they just, they want to make them look good. But you can't make this look good. The film bombed, and word of mouth is likely why this film did as bad as it did. And again, Jordan Peele is beloved by, by I don't want to say the majority of people, but by, by most people, I would say. Most people that I've spoken with who enjoy horror movies, they liked the movie Get Out. And, uh, you know, they like Jordan Peele. They've enjoyed Jordan Peele. He, he's generally a likable figure. So for this film to bomb, that was all word of mouth. That was all word of mouth. So, yeah, Variety reports. Let's go ahead and zoom in on this. Uh, no, Jordan Peele's nope isn't a box office disappointment. Well, actually, it is. I'm sorry, sweetheart. Rebecca Rubin. Hopefully she's not related to Dave Rubin. That would suck. Yeah, the film was a fucking bomb, dude. Just drop that shit over Syria. <laughs> What's up, Swipe? Yo, what's going on, Mojo? Mojo. Oh, Mojo's Mojo. What's going on, man? No, I was, just, I was, I was just, uh, you know, I'm just having some, some fun, drinking some wine, and uh, reading horrific abuse by, by Tis Limberjack. I, I don't know, I don't know what his problem is. He, he's a, uh, a, a Graham Elwood enjoyer, so he came to, a, to bother me, I guess. But I, I enjoy the criticism. Anyways, 
Jordan Peele, of all filmmakers, shouldn't be surprised that the conversation around Nope's box office performance has stirred up several hot takes. The director's cerebral science uh, fiction thriller took in $44 million in its box office debut, easily leading domestic charts and impressively landing one of the biggest opening weekends in years for a film that's not based on existing IP. Yeah, that's a lot of qualifiers for, for a fucking movie that failed miserably. And yet there's still debate about the film's first weekend in theaters with suggestions that uh, initial numbers for Nope were, uh, quote-unquote, disappointing or, quote-unquote, lack lackluster. Like any good Peel movie, there's plenty to unpack about opening weekend, blah, 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 blah. Who gives a fuck? Um... Me personally, I don't care about like how much money it makes or what. It's not my money. It's not my money. But uh, I take note of things like this. <laughs> uh, when when they when these uh, journals, these fake news journals, go out of the way to to defend a film that that clearly flopped, uh, these these horrific you know box office figures are reflective of who Jordan Peele really is. The dude is a one trick pony. The guy is a one hit wonder boy. And that's it. You know, like again, they try to say like, oh, all these like good films that like, he's done, all these fantastic films that he's done. No. No, he didn't do it. He he didn't he only had one good movie. And, and it, it was it was decent. It was it was a well-made movie that the Get Out film. It was honestly like the only film that he's done that is like watchable and enjoyable for like a a, a regular guy like me who's like a non-wokester. So yeah. Yeah, the bar has been raised so high, says Paul. Blah, blah, blah. Let me see if we can find anything good here. Us is an outlier, Jeff, blah, 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 says the film's massive opening weekend. It's not fair to compare what came before Nope just because it's from the same creator. Uh, yeah, you know, Jordan Peele's name carries, you know, carries a lot of weight. You know, he's kind of like, you know, Wes Anderson, like a lot of like Wes Anderson fanboys. Like it doesn't matter what Wes Anderson does. If he, you know, publishes a film or puts out a film, People like me go out to see it, plain and simple. And I, I feel like a lot of the Jordan Peele fans are like that. But but Jordan Peele has more normie fans. Like like Wes Anderson is a little bit more niche. Uh, Jordan Peele has more mass appeal because of his his appeal to wokeness. But, you know, if the film's not good, the film's not good. Word of mouth definitely killed it. It's hilarious. And, uh, yeah, uh, I don't predict Jordan Peele is going to make another good movie anytime soon. Just That's just my thoughts. I, I don't think he's that good of a, a, a writer. Uh, he got lucky once, and that's all it was, in my opinion. It was all luck. Uh, I'll give him that. You know, it was a well-directed movie. It was a well-shot movie. And, uh, you know, it's, mechanically, it's good. You know, story-wise, you know, it was okay. You know, a little on the nose for my for my taste. People like 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 uh, when the, when the, the the main protagonist in the Get Out film was sent to like the other world or the the other side or whatever the fuck they called it. You know, they 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 put too much stock into that. They they put way way more meaning into that than than there needed to be. So um, I don't know, man. Uh, I'm not impressed by it. So what do you guys think? Do you do you guys like this Jordan Peele shit? I I, I don't really care for this guy uh, as a human being. I don't care for him. Um, cinematically, I, I think most of his films are, are totally awful. Get Out was okay. I'm not going to be a total hater, but, you know, it's like, it is what it is. Oh, yeah. Got some good wine. This is actually pretty decent. What do I got here? This is the rare Vinho. Uh, fuck, I don't even know how to say this. Regionalist. Uh, oh, regional Lisboa. <coughs> I guess it's like vegan friendly. The I didn't know I was drinking something that was vegan from this is a Cabernet. This is a Cabernet drink. Seven hundred and fifty uh, milliliters. Mm. Swagman sixty-nine. I do not have sixty-nine in my uh in the name of in my in my username. That that would be pretty offensive. 
Oh boy. So yeah. Let's go on to the fourth story, you guys. All right. So latest move suggests DOJ investigation of 2020 election is looking at conduct directly related to Trump and his closest allies. So in the streets, we call this uh, fucking with you. All they're doing is fucking with President Trump and his allies, and they're dragging on a bunch of nonsense uh, for, you know, for clicks, for uh, for attention. You know, they're, they're trying to just drag uh, President Trump's name and his allies through the mud and make them look as horrible as possible. This is exactly what they did in 2016 or 2015 and 2016 and all throughout Trump's presidency. They wanted to make him look as bad as possible. And of course, they dragged on that that fake, you know, Russian collusion, Russian hoax bullshit, Russian interference nonsense. And they made it seem like, you know, President Trump was colluding with a foreign government to subvert democracy and use the Constitution against itself and, you know, implement the Fourth Reich and all this nonsense. And so none of it was true. None of it was true. Uh, they tried really hard to push that narrative. Honestly, it read like a terrible budget wannabe Tom Clancy movie or video game, whichever you prefer. And uh, I, I wasn't impressed by it. I was never taken in by it. It was obviously bullshit. Honestly, like you, you examine the the core claims about like the the, the so called Russian interference claim. You you you. I ask people who are proponents of the the Russian collusion hoax. What do the Russians do that you would consider interference into our election? And it's like, oh well, they you know they 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 were involved in 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 these troll farms and they were trolling Hillary Clinton. They were trolling on Twitter and Reddit, et cetera, et cetera. And of course, I was one of these trolls, allegedly. And they would, uh, and they would say, it's like, oh, they made these posts about Clinton, and, and it changed the minds of people. So the way that I see it, this is a free speech issue. You have an individual, you have an individual who may be from Russia, and they're posting content about Hillary Clinton that's negative, and that may have changed enough minds to vote for President Trump instead of her. Why is that a problem? Are, are people in other parts of the world not allowed to speak freely on these platforms if their speech is lawful? Are, they, are, are, we, are we to suggest that other individuals outside of the U.S. are not allowed to comment on American affairs? Uh, you know, lest they, you know, influence the election in some way that, that runs contrary to the ethos of the, of the CNN network or Netflix or Google or Disney, etc.? Because um, that's what I'm hearing. What I'm hearing is they don't want Russians to be able to speak freely on the Internet. And, uh, and, and, and let's, let's pretend for a moment that it is true that all these, these spooky Russians, these young Russian trolls, were posting all these hilarious, like, Pee Pee the Frog memes and all these uh, hilarious, like, anti-Hillary Clinton posts. And they were going viral, and that changed enough minds. Uh, and, and it was all they're doing to get Trump elected. If it did happen that way, what's the problem? And if it did happen that way, well, what exactly did they say? And is what they said false? What if it's true? Everything they posted about Hillary Clinton, what if it was true? Is that a problem? I don't think so. Who gives a shit? You know, they, they don't seem to give a fuck when, like, Greta Thunberg, uh, you know, talks her tired horseshit about, like, the Green New Deal and climate change and global warming. She is allowed to make claims about, you know, public policy here in the United States. She's allowed to make demands of our elected officials about energy policies. But some spooky Russian can't post an unflattering image of Hillary Clinton's ass. I'm not buying it, you guys. I'm not buying it at all. So that brings us to 2020, where apparently, you know, Trump's, uh, you know, behavior or, or his mood, you know, what is it? his conduct 
warrants an investigation. Probably not. Uh, it, it, they're, they're claiming that it warrants probably charges. I, I'm reading all these comments on, on Twitter and these goofballs, these, these wokesters on Twitter, they want charges to be brought against President Trump. They want him and his entire family in shackles, in orange jumpsuits, and they want them sent to a prison and they want them, you know, dragged, uh, you know, before a court, before a jury with cameras on and they want them to be sentenced for life for seditious behavior and for treason and all this other nonsense. And it's not going to happen. They've tried to uh, depose President Trump twice. He's gone through, he survived two impeachments. They failed to do it. They did not have sufficient evidence to, to depose him, to have him removed forcibly uh, from office. So let's go ahead and read this. Let's see what's going on here. Hold on, I've got to take another sip of this delicious wine. All right. The move by the Justice, uh, the Justice Department to bring two top aides to former Vice President Mike Pence in front of a federal grand jury is the most aggressive public step taken yet by prosecutors investigating the plots to subvert the 2020 election. Uh, sweetheart, the, the uh, subversion of the 2020 election took place almost a year before the November election. When the rules were changed, the judiciary circumvented the legislature and made drastic changes to the process, to the electoral process. Nobody, not the legislature, not the people that voted them in, had a say in these changes. It was just imposed upon them for their own good because of public health, because of a scamdemic. But I'm to believe that it was orange man who was responsible for the subversion of the 2020 election. If that is the case, then how come Mark Elias, the top Democrat lawyer, was going around all over the country threatening to sue anybody who wanted to meaningfully run their election department, meaning that they were going to verify signatures? That didn't happen, by the way, except in Arizona. And when they did do a signature audit, guess who won? And his name rhymes with uh, Bump. Anyways, it signals that the department's probe has reached inside former President Donald Trump's White House and that investigators are looking at conduct directly related to Trump's and his closest allies' efforts to overturn his election defeat. Former Pence Chief of Staff Mark Short testified in front of a grand jury in D.C. on Friday. CNN has confirmed fellow Pence aide Greg Jacob testified in recent weeks as well. CNN has learned from a source close to the investigation. The questions to Jacob and Short included a focus on the fake elector scheme and the role of Trump lawyers John Eastman and Rudy Giuliani, the source said. Short and Jacob both were present in key meetings in the lead-up to the January 6th insurrection, which is bullshit. There was no insurrection. This is fake. Fake news uh, that were part of a pressure campaign to convince Pence to disrupt Congress certification of President Joe Brandon, uh, electoral win. All right, so let's unpack this real quick. Let's unpack this real quick. Um, all right. So what President Trump did, legally speaking, the, built into the Constitution are remedies for the states, for the president himself to intervene in these elections if there's, you know, shenanigans afoot. They have a right to uh, contest the election. They didn't do anything wrong. All of it was above board. All of it was legal. And, you know... They got nothing. This is why they're dragging this on for as long as they can. They want to keep this story right in the right in front and center of the American uh, public, in front of the American uh, people. Uh, 
but I, I think it's going to fail. I think this is going to fail spectacularly. Uh, a lot of people, first off, it's like, dude, there's so many problems in the country right now. Like I live in a, in a woke city. Uh, I live in a sanctuary city. Crime is out of control. There's shootings all the time on the, on, on the Las Vegas Boulevard. There's shootings all the time uh, downtown. And uh, I actually just had somebody break into my second car. They didn't steal anything except for like four or five bucks. And um, my neighbor came and told me. I didn't even know the money was taken. But they made a mess all over my car. And uh, I, 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 had, I didn't have it locked. I fucked up. My neighbor came over and he's like, hey, you know, we saw these guys. Uh, they were trying to get into my truck, and then they got into your car. I don't think they damaged anything. And then they went over to the the other neighbor's house, and they were like, you know, they had a flashlight. And I was like, fuck, man. It's one of you know probably a, a Joe Biden enjoyer, man. You know, he's fucking with my shit. And that's what people care about. Nobody cares about this this January sixth bullshit. Nobody cares about this this fake insurrection. All this stuff is fake. All of this is bullshit. It's all political theater. And the only people who really care, who are talking about it, are people like me, just because I want to, you know, point out how absurd this nonsense is. And then, of course, like the, the typical partisan hacks, you know, like the Vosh and, uh, you know, Destiny, etc. You know, the, the, the TYT, those dorks eat this shit up for whatever reason. I have a buddy of mine, uh, he, he's all in on the January 6th stuff. And I'm like, dude, just like, think about this logically. Like, where's the evidence that he called for for people to like, you know, storm the Capitol and do all these illegal things? It's just, it doesn't exist. It doesn't exist at all. Oh, one second. All right, my dog's asleep. Thank God. I don't want to running around and peeing in the house before I'm done with the stream. So yeah, um, yeah, this is bullshit. Let's see what else do we have here. Short confirmed to CNN's Aaron Burnett Monday night. He complied with the grand jury subpoena, but declined to discuss any details about his appearance. Uh, Short previously sat for a deposition in the House investigation. Short's and Jacob's accounts were among the evidence that a federal judge in California cited in concluding uh, that Trump and his odds may have been planning a crime in their plot to disrupt the transfer of presidential power. Bullshit. Uh, how to approach Trump in the January 6th investigation has been a delicate question for the Justice Department. The department has faced immense pressure from lawmakers, former prosecutors, and others to focus on the ring leaders of the 2020 election reversal gambits. But any investigation of a former, uh, of a former uh, president raises a host of highly uh, sensitive and potentially uh, explosive political and legal questions. That Pence inner circle is now being compelled to cooperate in the probe suggests that at least some of those... Obstacles have been cleared. Yeah, not likely. Uh, I don't. I don't think anything meaningful is going to come of this. They're going to try. They're going to try really, really hard. And more than likely, there's going to be here. Here would be my prediction. There's probably going to be like a handful of bullshit stories that are published in October about Trump, like Orange Man being really, really bad, being really, really naughty, saying a lot of you know nonsense prior to the January sixth events. And, uh, and it's gonna it's supposed to be explosive. However, at the same time, at the same time that it's happening, uh, we're a lot of Americans are gonna be feeling the rising uh, the rising uh, you know prices of food and, and other goods uh, due to harvest season and the, 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 the price of diesel and shit. Uh, it hasn't happened yet, obviously, but as soon as harvest season comes around and the the, the costs, that is going to be incurred by these farmers to, you know, uh, you know, be able to deliver all this food to to people all over the world and all over the country, etc. Uh, it is going to cost so goddamn much, and the prices are likely going to triple. 
you know, the, right now, currently, there's talks about a recession. Uh, Joe Brandon is denying it. I think Janet Yellen, you know, some of his, uh, Joe Brandon's yes men, they're all denying it. They're like, oh, we'll be fine. You know, it's it's transitory. It's, you know, whatever. We'll get through it. It's only going to be brief. Um, we've been in a recession. They don't understand this. We've been in a recession. The We're already seeing signs of stagflation. We will probably probably be full-blown stagflation by the very end of the year. Uh, meaning we're going to see hiring freezes. We're going to see massive layoffs. We're going to see job, uh, businesses, medium-sized to small businesses shuttering. And uh, nobody's going to really care about any of this. Like, like Trump has been out of office for a while now. He's essentially a non-entity for the most part when, when it comes to, you know, what is happening in our day-to-day -day lives. So um, I think all of this is going to fail. And, and if anything, if they keep propping up uh, President Trump, it, it's going to harbor a lot of anger and resentment by their core voters and whatever coalition they have left um, because, you know, Americans are suffering. They don't want these these goofballs to focus on somebody who's not around anymore, who's not a threat anymore. They they want to you know they they want a, a, an immediate solution to the the rising prices of fuel and food, et cetera, et cetera. And we're likely not going to be uh, getting any relief of any sort. I'm going to be honest with you guys. I'm not I'm not enthusiastic about this administration and their uh, ability to clean up these uh, problems. They don't seem to be interested in cleaning up the problems. Um, I may be young, but I, I, I lived through one recession and it's going to suck, man. It's going to suck real fucking bad. I remember like I was in college, so it wasn't the worst thing in the world, but you know, after about a year and a half, two years into college, I, I wanted to have a job and work while I was going to school, you know, to help, you know, finance, you know, my, my shit. And it was rough, man. There were hiring freezes everywhere. There, there would be so many people competing for, 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 for like, not even like career type jobs, but like the job you get before you enter into a career. Uh, fortunately, I was able to get a pretty decent job as a banker uh, back in 2010. And, and I did that for a few years and, and it ended up helping me to pay for my, my college. And, uh, and everything, all the, all the shit that I learned, most of it was from that bank. And, uh, yeah, man, it was it was really important, but man, it was hard. I was in an interview. It was a group interview, and I had to you know compete for this job with multiple people, and I was just on my fucking a game. And I remember it was so funny. This young guy comes in. I think he was probably like a few years older than me. He comes in. Hold on one second. He comes in and he's like, he looks around. He's like, oh, I don't know, it was a group interview, and then he fucking leaves. I was like, yes. That means it would be easier for me. And we'd be, we had to do like a sales pitch. We were like role playing and stuff. And, you know, we had to answer a lot of questions. I was so fortunate. As soon as the interview was over, it was like, uh, I don't know, like five or six of us in this interview. And uh, it was very select few people who got this job. And the funny thing about this was I was working for Harry Reid at the time. Harry Reid was my, was my boss. I was, a, I was a canvas manager for the Democratic Party. And his people, they wrote a letter of recommendation for me. And it was one of the only reasons why I landed this interview. And after the interview, and I know for a fact it did well. I wouldn't be lying. I wouldn't be making that up. It wasn't the, the letter of recommendation that, that got me the job. It was my, my excellent performance. After the interview concluded, and one of the women that, uh, that was in that interview, she used to work for the bank. And then, I don't know, she got fired or left or whatever. And then she tried to come back and they said no. Uh, they're like, hey, bad boy, don't leave. Hang out over there in the lobby. I was like, okay, great. 
So after, you know, like 10, 15 minutes, they bring me into this room and they offered me the job. And I was like, yes, I gracefully accept. And it was one of the best decisions I've ever made. Uh, that, that job was incredibly important to me. And uh, when I worked that job, uh, all through, you know, I've, three, four years, I was, I was doing that. You know, clients would come in, people who were my neighbors, because I, I worked right down the street from my house. They would come in and they would talk to me about trying to save their house from other banks. You know, they, they had mortgages, they, you know, all, the, all this crazy stuff. You know, it was a recession. And they'd be crying in front of me. Like, did we try to save our house, bad boy? They would tell me. Did we try to save our home. We tried to save our car. We're trying to save up for, you know, we just had a kid. We're, we're trying to put money aside for, for their college, for private school, et cetera, et cetera. And, uh, you know, people like me. People trust me. So they were more than happy to just open up to me and, and tell me everything because, you know, not like it's like I'm like power tripping, or, but I had access to all their private information. You know, they'd make a deposit or a transaction. You know, I'd be processing it and boom, all their personal information comes up and I would see everything. So they, they felt comfortable talking to me. And uh, yeah, people would be pouring their, their hearts out to me and telling me about everything they went that they went through or that they're going through. And I'm seeing a repeat of that now. Like I, like I know a lot of my neighbors and, you know, the, the family, the living situation has changed. Now it's like, you know, you had like an, like an elderly, somewhat elderly, somewhat retired uh, couple. Now they have, you know, their, their, uh, you know, their, their son with their daughter-in-law and then a couple kids. Now you have the, the family is a lot bigger. The people living in this house is a lot bigger. It, it's crazy. And it's not like there's anything wrong with that at all. Times are tough for everybody, but I, I'm just like, th this is, it reminds me of what, what I went through almost 10 years ago or what I witnessed almost 10 years ago when I was working for the Democratic Party. Because when you're like going out canvassing, like when I started off, I was just a, like a standard volunteer. And I would go, not door to door, I would visit my registered voters and I would convince, you know, tell them, like, hey, we need you guys to come out and you need to vote for us, et cetera, et cetera. And um, when we would go to a registered voter's house, we have, we know everybody who's, who's living in this house. We know everybody. Everybody who's there, we know their party affiliation. We know their age, their their their, their gender, whatever. And uh, you know, and it was it was it was wild seeing the, the the makeup of all these families. And and then of course, you know, the past few years when when President Trump was in office, things were great, things were normalized. But I think now we're regressing back to that time where families are are banding together again, and it's really unfortunate. It's really unfortunate that we've uh, that we've we've gone to that. Um, I did my best. I warned everybody. I was like, look, Joe Brandon is going to be a disaster for this country. He, he's going to be a disaster for, for foreign policy. Uh, he's going to devastate all the businesses, except for maybe the, the big corporations that donate to the Democratic Party. They're going to survive this, but not us. And a part of me feels guilty for saying that um, maybe they deserve it. Maybe they deserve this. Maybe they need to be punished for, for the lies that they spread about people like me, for the lies that they spread about President Trump. And, um, you know, that's it. I don't know what else to say. Granted, and I feel awful saying that because it's like, you know, we got guys like me, regular, you know, Americans who are also suffering and they obviously don't deserve this. But I feel like there was a little bit more people who like were on the anti-Trump, you know, shtick. And uh, they, they need to be slapped down, you guys. And, and there's just no other way to, to convince them that their decisions, that their ideas are no good than for them to suffer gravely. But we're going to be suffering with them. So, you know, maybe that'll unify us. 
we'll all be united in our misery under this bullshit illegitimate regime. Holy fuck, I can riff. Jesus, how long have I been talking? Jesus. Woo. So we're fast approaching an hour. All right, so now we're going to be... Uh, I want to talk about this young kid. He's a content creator, and he's so goddamn funny. We're going to change the tune of the stream. All right, let's see if I can find this. Oh, look, there's me. There's me. All right, this little boy, Jaden. Oh, my God, he's so goddamn funny. He's so fucking funny. What did he say? Hold on one second. Can we go back? Urgh. All right. Oh, oh, this is something I like. Uh, from now, from now on, I'm gonna post my controversial opinions on Twitter. If you dig up these tweets three years from now, you're a puniti who cries themselves to sleep, and I will never delete these tweets. Sorry, not sorry, dude. Let's, let's just read some of this guy's tweets. All right. Have fun getting a job in ten years, my guy. Bro, you won't even need a job if you stick to YouTube. If you stick to content creation. All right. First off, Jaden. I was on your links. I was on your... Uh, he had a link tree. Dude, you got to get on BitChute. You got to get on Odyssey. If you're serious about content creation, you got to get a Subscribestar account. You got to start having people donate money to you. Uh, because, dude, you post some edgy shit, man. A lot edgier than I'll ever be. And, uh, you know, right now, there's a, there's a torrent of nerds, all these simps. They're coming out to uh, attack young Jaden for some of the, the comments he's made. We're going to go down and uh, let's see. Let's go ahead and zoom in on this. We're going to look for the... Oh, yeah. All right, guys. Prepare to fucking laugh. Holy shit. All right, here we go. Ready? I'm so cold right now. I hope her titties warm me up. How do I join? Shorty. <laughs> Why are they deleting my shit? Bro, she is my girlfriend. I don't know what the fuck she's talking about. She's literally my girlfriend. We dated. We've been dating for like two months now. Anyways, time to go harass more women because it's funny and it's content. I should join her Discord <laughs> and harass people in her Discord, bro. I'm, I'm gonna make a little hard freestyle on this ugly ass bitch, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Yo, hey, she looking at me like a hoe. Don't give a fuck. You got no bros. Look at you, bitch. You are a little slut. Dude, um. <laughs> that is fucking hilarious. Dude, this kid is so goddamn funny. He's so fucking talented. There was a video on YouTube. We're not we're not gonna play it because it's too long and you know whatever. But uh, uh, let's, let's go let's go to it on the uh, mini display. Yeah, this video right here, uh, hilarious fake e date. Aiden Ross wannabe. All right, let's, let's read what he talks about. Hosted by Big Jonesy. Link in the description. Ugly, deep voice glasses. <laughs> All right, let's go to the next one. All right, co-starred with Avi Cat. Also link in the description. Boring, dry, poofy, emo, but blonde. <laughs> All right, and then here's Jaden. Hot, light-skinned, bitch magnet. <laughs> Oh god, dude, this kid's fucking hilarious. Alright, so he, he yells at these people oftenly. Alright, we're not gonna watch all this because it's uh it's a bit too much. But um yeah, man. Uh they're they're trying to cancel the boy. Hold on, let me see. Let's go back to the mini display really quick. Let's read these comments. Uh, where's my cursor? Alright. 
So this is what I this is what I wrote to my boys, my my pearls of wisdom that I bestowed upon this young man, Jaden. Don't let these bitch ass haters change you. You did nothing wrong. I got you, son. And then of course, uh, prior to that, I was just fucking laughing because the video is so goddamn funny. Uh, and so this guy, let's see. All right, please hear me out. Read the reply below this too. I saw that clip you went viral for, and like everyone else said, what you said, what you did wasn't okay. Trust me when I say you're gonna look back on what you did. You're gonna cringe and hate yourself for it for years to come. I have a lot of stuff I did online in the past that I cringe at myself. Dude, fuck it, fuck up. Such a bitch ass up. Rashi the Great, more like Rashi the Hate. All you do is fucking hate, bro. First off, the boy did nothing wrong. Was it being rambunctious? Yeah. Was it being silly? Yeah. But all I see is a little boy acting like a little boy. You know, just just horse playing on the internet. He didn't fucking hurt anybody. He didn't do anything wrong. All these fucking people are simps. They're all a bunch of cucks. They're all overreacting. Yeah, dude. Like, if you can't, like, take some shit from some kid, like, you're a bitch. Like, for real. All right, let's see. What else do we have here? Don't change a thing about... <laughs> oh, here we go. So, OJ, he says... uh, don't change a thing you're doing. I love the vid. And then, uh, let's see. Look, we ha we all have made mistakes along the journey, but harassing people isn't it. You should know better. How would you feel if that was your mother or grandmother? You're not going to make it in this industry by being an absolute menace. Set back for a second and reflect on your actions. Think about who you look up to as well. <laughs> First off, shut your fucking mouth. Two, what he's doing is technically not harassment. The guy is trolling. The young man, the young boy, he's trolling. He's having a good time. I mean, is he being a little menace? A little, you know, BIPOC Dennis the Menace? Yeah, maybe. But he's not hurting anybody. Uh, let's see what else uh, we got. Bro, this is the funniest shit. Laughing my ass off. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's legit funny. Legit fun, dude. I, I've seen a couple of these kids' videos. Absolutely hilarious. I love Jaden. Literally, who allowed their child to make a YouTube channel? Someone get y'all's kid. Nah, you leave him right where he belongs. He's not doing anything wrong. I was on the internet when I was that age. Nothing bad came of it. Damn, this kid is talented as fuck. Yeah, you know what? He is talented. He is legitimately talented. I, I Dude, jokes aside, I'm not even saying this to be funny. This isn't a premise to a fucking joke. Jaden is legitimately talented. He is legitimately funny. And, and there's a little bit of charm behind these uh, disgusting, nasty, icky words coming out of his mouth. I'm not even saying that to be a pejorative. Like, he is being nasty. He's being very, uh, you know, outlandish. He, he's like a like a BIPOC Andrew Dice Clay. You, just, you don't understand what's coming out of his mouth, but it's hilarious. Well, now we know that this guy never will be respected as long as his account is under this name. Shut your fuck. David Hamada, you old bitch, bro. All right, let's see. This man, the funniest YouTuber I've seen. I saw a clip of him on Twitter. I'm subbing and watching all that shit. Like, <laughs> yeah, so this is backfired, dude. He's four million views. This went viral, guys. Four million views. Imagine thinking harassing women is as is, is edgy content. You're not funny, man. No, he is funny. Here, let me give that a thumbs down. What should I say, you guys? I should say something to him. Hold on. Oh, where's my cursor? Ugh, there we go. I got that down vote there. All right, what, okay. let's, let's respond to this, this hatred. Okay. Yo. E e Chevy. 
What you said is hella racist, bro. We gotta support our young BIPOC creators. Winky face. Alright, there we go. I got you, Jaden. <laughs> you are actually hilarious. Thanks for the laughs. Dude, this is legitimately funny. I was legitimately entertained by this kid. Kid got canceled before he even popped out. Nah, he's not getting canceled. Look, Jaden will... Dude, whether he gets canceled or not, it's up to him. He can either take the... Um, he can either take these simps, he can either take these cucks seriously, or um, if I was him, here's what I would do. I'd be a little bit more strategic about how you make your content and what you say, and I would not even address the haters. These people are not worth addressing at all. Like, Jaden is legitimately talented. He is legitimately funny. And I got... I'm, I'm hard to please. Uh, me saying something is funny. Like, if I look to another creator, like Jaden, and I, I, I say to this person, I, I legitimately think you're funny. You legitimately make me laugh. That, that, that should be a huge honor. My, my taste in comedy, Andrew Dice Clay, Rodney Dangerfield, Sam Kinison, um... Richard Schimmel, may they rest in peace. They are most of those guys are no longer among us. Uh, it Dice Clay is still here, but the other guys not so much. Uh, Freddie Prince again, another you know another good comedian. So th that's my brand of comedy. Th these guys are fucking hilarious to me. Beyond that, like most like new comedy, like I don't really care for it. I don't really follow too much of it. There's like a, a small amount of comedians that I actually like follow and like and think that are that are pretty talented. So I, I I come across this kid's page and I'm legitimately laughing my ass off. It is legitimately funny, and um, I I don't think talented creative people uh, should have their speech stifled. They shouldn't be made to be fearful of their uh, of their own content. And they shouldn't be penalized for what they're doing. The kid is on the internet. He's networking like crazy. He's editing these these incredibly funny videos. He he's got skills, not just on camera, but behind the camera as well. So I got nothing but mad respect for this little kid. And I don't want to see him going anywhere. Look at this: four point three million views. Let's go back to the mini display. Uh, <laughs> Jay, I effing love this. Keep making more, brother. Let me see what, what these cucks are saying. The sun goes down. Oh, there we go. Uh, my feet go. <laughs> I believe you have genuine talent, but harassing women is uh, harassing women is not it, bro. I'm gonna downvote that because he wasn't harassing women. From all the people, I wouldn't have imagined it. Uh, being Usu player, laughing my ass off. My bad, man. I'll stop. Oh, come on, Jay Dinks. You weren't harassing a woman. You were being a little too much. Like, you were being a little extra, but I wouldn't consider it harassment, bro. Uh, Nibba said, my bad, I'll stop. Ratio. I believe, blah, 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 harassing him is not it, bro. I fixed it for you. Wow, dude, so he doesn't want to talk about this kid being talented? I'm going to go harass more women because it's funny. What the fuck, bro? <laughs> it is. It's childish grow up. Um, I don't know what to make of that. I don't genuinely believe it was harassment. It, it's trolling. Trolling and harassment are not the same thing. Uh, harassment in, in the real world, it, it looks ugly. You, you know it when you see it. 
what this kid is doing is not harassment. Uh, his speech did not make it before the eyes of the creator that he was commenting on or the, 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 the content creator whose page he was on, the, the stream that he was watching. Uh, the mods were, were on him really quick. Uh, they have that ability to censor his speech. Uh, again, if he goes into that Discord channel, they're going to be able to suppress his speech and prevent him from reaching the creator that made that community. That's not harassment. This is not harassment, you guys. So, like, like harassment, like, in the professional sense. Like, imagine, like, a, like a young, pretty, like, secretary. She's walking down the hallway, and then she goes into, like, a, like a printing room to, to pick up some, something that she printed out. And then the office creep follows her, and then he prevents her from being able to exit without making some sort of physical contact with his body. Because he wants to have a captive audience, he wants the attention of this pretty, you know, intern, this pretty secretary, whatever. That is harassment. If you've read any, uh, you know, harassment workbook uh, in a professional setting, you would understand what harassment looks like. Now, granted, he did say that he he wants to harass women, but it, this is obviously a joke. He is obviously trolling. He's a young kid. He he's literally a little kid. And uh, what I see, I, I see um, behind the facade, behind the performance, I see a sweet side behind Jaden. And he should not be penalized for what he is doing. Uh, again, I, I would just hope he chooses his words a little better. He's a little bit more tactful when doing whatever it is that he's doing. But he should continue to make content however he sees fit. That's just my opinion. Could be wrong. Could be wrong, but um, I like it. Hold on one second, guys. I want to make sure that this uh, this fucking chat isn't frozen again. God damn it. What is going on with Restream, bro? Like, Restream is all broken. All right. No, everything should be good. Everything should be good. Everything should be working accordingly. Yay. All right. Oh, boy. So what else do I have on the docket? No, we, we are about an hour in. We're about an hour in, so yay, I made it. I'm probably going to have to include another story just to fill up time because uh, I could easily not fill up the time if I just go through these stories quickly and don't offer proper analysis because uh, some of these stories don't really require too much analysis. Like, uh, let me see, like this, uh, like what happened in Wisconsin, that, that that requires a little bit too much. But the the thing about Nope, I could probably go through that in about a minute. The Joey Gilbert thing, because I'm not going over the entire case. It's just like, yeah, I'm like looking at the court documents right now. It's like, Jesus, dude, the guy goes on and on and on. Hold on, how's my dog doing? All right, she's good. She's just sleeping. She's an old girl, so I'm like worried about her like you know, dying in her sleep. <laughs> yeah, I, I certainly don't want that. My uh, my my first dog Harley, he unfortunately passed away. It was really difficult for me. I had to, you know, take his body, put him on ice, and then the next day he got cremated. And it's like, dude, that was, man, I've had like a couple really hard days in my life. That was one of the hardest, man. Um, and I have his sister with me now, and she's old uh, for whatever, but she never had cancer. Harley did. He was a cancer survivor, but he just recently passed about a month or two ago. So, uh, you know, just knocking on wood, man. Just stick around for like another year or two and that'll be more than enough for me. So yeah, fuck, man. 
Uh, let's go over the mini display really quick. We got these uh, TikTok videos, man. Please, please subscribe to my TikTok. I'm going to start including uh, the TikTok videos in the description moving forward for streams and standalone content. I don't know why this video is not getting any traction. Like, like all these videos have all these like like these shorts. They have like hundreds of views, but this one doesn't. Let's let's watch this really quick. Man, look at this little cuck in this cuck mobile. First off, if I was that chick's boyfriend, I want to wander around this Democrat voter. Now, I'm not one to give relationship advice, but dude, if she's taken, go sniff around somewhere else. You look pretty pathetic, and now the whole world can see you for who you really are. Damn, that's pretty funny. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm going to be doing a lot more of these, uh, these short videos, just like reacting making funny commentary and um i have some gun stuff videos that i've been wanting to do i just been too lazy to do it um i'm gonna be honest with you guys i'm too lazy to open up my gun safe because i have like a bunch of shit in there uh some of it's still unopened um i'm not really doing anything with firearms at the moment just because of the political climate um i can't go out shooting uh most people aren't buying anymore and um you know most people don't have the money to pay someone to build their 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 AR-15, so, uh, yeah, dude, it sucks, it sucks, um, it's, it's been awful, and I'm gonna be honest with you, I, I can't afford to go out and shoot all the time, the way that I used to, or as somewhat frequently as I used to, I, I just, I can't do it, I can't do it, um, yeah, so let's see what else we got over here while I'm hanging out, we're gonna read some of the, the hilarious tweets from, uh, Jaden, this uh this young BIPOC, this is what he looks like. <laughs> oh god, dude, this kid is so goddamn funny. Alright, let's see. I could walk you like a dog. He's replying to this. Well, now that this guy never will be respected as long as his account is under his name. Oh, this is David Hamada, like the guy I referenced earlier. Yeah, dude, that guy's a pussy. Oh shit, I shouldn't have said that. Bro, what happened? I don't even know what he's referencing. Probably all these views he's getting. All right, some of these comments. Boys having sex. <laughs> Zoom in on this. <laughs> I want to devour a girl's period blood. I actually want to taste period blood. <laughs> it's not mocking the rainbow people. It's called being based. Sorry you think men should be like this social reject. <laughs> Here, I'm not gonna play the music because I'll get banned. Here, let's see what the video is. Oh, shit. Alright, so this is the future, guys. We're witnessing the future right now. Oh my god. Dude, imagine having like a dude if like I have a pretty macho dad. I know he stepped out of my life, but like if I acted like this, he'd beat the shit out of me. Or he'd be like crying every night in his room. The door would be locked, and I would just hear him crying. He's like, oh, dude, this is my son. Look at him. He's, like, wearing a dress and on the internet. Look at this. Ugh. 
Dude, what what has to happen in your life for you to like do this? Unbelievable. Anyways, Jaden is clearly against it, so based. Uh, let's see what else. If you look like a boy, use the boy's bathroom. If you look like a girl, use the girl's bathroom. It's not hard. It's not that deep. From now on, I'm going to post my controversial opinion. Oh, I think I went over that already. All right. Oh, what the hell is this? I show speed really uh, set his house on fire. Oh, shit. That was really fucking loud. Oh, my ears hurt. Hold on. Let's turn the audio down. fuck um man if i was like his mom or dad i would never stop beating the shit out of that kid holy shit i'm like dude you almost just burned down our home all right let's see what else he's saying let's zoom in uh basic white girl twitter user canceling an innocent content creator for calling racist twitter comments trauma which it is it's twitter dead face oh and also considering there is no way an f you are black and is mad on behalf of us. Catch this effing ratio, white girl. Yeah, let me give that to her. Uh, she called racist Twitter comments trauma. Yeah, I'm not going to dive into that. I don't really care. My my soon-to-be best friend can't wait to see uh, what me and him do together. Name suggestions. Oh, yeah, he's featured this little pooch in his videos. Oh, this is last year. Oh, shit. It was last year in August. So, yeah, I saw the, the video of the dog. The dog is a lot bigger now. He promotes gambling to children. Who's this fool? Is he really promoting gambling to children? Maybe so. All right, well. God damn. Oh, man. Well, what, what, what is Ron Felipe crying about now? Or Ron Felipe Kowalski. Hopefully this helps some of you that are brainwashed by liars like Rach, like Richard Maddow, who, by the way, has never met me in her entire life and gets paid to lie about me by her hard left employers at MSNBC. What a pitiful way to earn a paycheck. Ron says, I really don't think Richard Maddow makes his living off Marge Green commentary. Yeah, they do. I can see that. What do we got going on here? Uh, let's see. Sue the View. <laughs> it's kind of funny. Worst pop. First pop, last pop. I don't even know what that means. Oh, dude, have you guys seen this video? Of, of Kamala Harris? Hold on, hold on. One second, one second. Uh, good afternoon. I want to welcome these leaders for coming in to have this very important discussion um, about some of the most pressing issues of our time. Um... I am Kamala Harris, my pronouns are she and her, I am a woman sitting at the table wearing a blue suit. And, um, uh, good afternoon. Oh my god, so fucking embarrassed. Dude, Kamala Harris is so bad at this. She is so goddamn bad at this. Out of all the people that Joe Brandon couldn't pick to be VP, 
he literally picked the least qualified person imaginable. He picked the worst person imaginable to be a part of this. Um, for those who don't know Kamala Harris, the way that I do, uh, she only has a political career because of her relationship, her romantic relationship with Willie Brown. A lot of people don't want to admit that because they'll get, uh, you know, uh, attacked and be called like misogynistic or whatever. Dude, I was just speaking facts. She had no future in politics had it not been for Willie Brown, who ended up bringing her into this world and, uh, you know, having her open her legs for him and shit. Uh, prior to that, you know, she was pretty, you know, mediocre as a, you know, whatever it was that she was doing. Uh, but she was a groupie. She was, uh, you know, one of uh, Montel, you know, the, the singer Montel, you know, the, the guy who had the show Montel. She was one of his groupies. And uh, there's a video of, of Kamala Harris with one of the other groupies of Montel walking down the red carpet or, or walking down into this event. And somebody asked, like, who, who are you with? And he's like, it's Kamala Harris. So that that's who she is. If you ever wanted to wonder if you're if you ever wondered why like Kamala Harris is not being like propped up and being like sold as like this like massive figure for like young girls to emulate, it's because of her past. It's pretty public knowledge. There's literally videos of her, you know, being a uh, groupie, etc. And um yeah, she sucks. And and not only that, she's a corrupt politician. She kept innocent uh families behind bars over truancy. She was very unforgiving. She she was she was bas she basically was like a uh, like a Joe Biden essentially during the nineties. She was ruthless. She was absolutely ruthless. And now she's absolutely cringy. Look at let's listen to this one more time. I want to welcome these leaders for coming in to have this very important discussion um, about some of the most pressing issues of our time. Um, I am Kamala Harris, my pronouns are she and her, I am a woman sitting at the table wearing a blue suit. Wow, amazing. Pressing issues, do those issues consist of uh, gross violations of people's free speech on the internet? Do those issues consist of suspending or almost literally suspending habeas corpus and torturing American citizens in D.C. prisons in our own uh, country's capital? Uh, what about those issues? Is it going to be uh, high gas prices? High food prices? Is it special interest buying up the farmland in the United States? Are those the massive pressing issues? Uh, how about uh, the United States being invaded by foreigners? Is that um, is that on the docket? Probably not. Probably not. But one could only hope. Uh, no, It doesn't seem like anybody else watched this shit. They only watched this clip. 1.3 million views. That's uh, way too generous for anything that uh, any of these goofballs in the Brandon regime have ever gotten. Uh, oh, what does this say? Matt Gates is pro-abortion? This might be worth looking at. Uh, well, Matt Gates, I have uh, I have to hand it to you. I don't think you cared about us abortion rights activists, but your spotlight on me has helped raise 50k for abortion funds. In the last 24 hours, so I made this special thank you card. Oh, yeah, Matt Gates made a really funny comment calling certain people, like, gross and obese. Olivia Juliana is taking credit for it. Let's see what she looks like. Wow. Uh, an obese Thanos. Interesting. Let me drink some, some of this juicy wine. 
This is going to be enough wine for me. I don't got to drink anymore. Florida Matt Gates <laughs> mocked after picking a fight with... Uh, hold on. Will it even let me do this? No. All right, let's go to his Twitter. We're going to watch this video really quick, and we're going to end off there. Let's see if we can find it. Nope. Nope. Oh, here it is. Seeing that these women. All right, let's watch this really video really quick. Is it safe to say that based off of your comments, you're suggesting that these women at these abortion rallies are ugly and overweight? Yes. What do you say to people who think that those comments are offensive? Be offended. Mm-hmm. Is it safe? <laughs> oh boy, that that is legitimately funny. That is legitimately funny. Um, there's going to be a lot of stuff about Matt Gates coming out in the news uh, within the next few weeks, uh, more so in October, uh, leading up to the midterms. He has been falsely accused of like being involved with a minor, if you know what I mean, and. The reason for that being is one of the guys that he used to be affiliated with, who used to work for him and his family, he was the one that was involved in some kind of nefarious activities involving minors. But uh, he was given the opportunity to help blackmail, to help, to help set up Matt Gates and his father, who are very, very popular figures in Florida. These guys are really, really popular out there. They have a lot of clout. They have a lot of political power out there. And there's a lot of um, there's a lot of motivation to take them out. And this whole trafficking nonsense, this whole being involved with the minor nonsense is uh, is really a great way to do it. Uh, hope, fortunately, Matt Gates and his father have been able to come out and say it's like, look, these people are blackmailing us. We have receipts, we have the proof, et cetera, et cetera. And the claims that, you know, like Matt Gates, you know, was involved with like this, this, uh, like this little girl or whatever, it was a long time ago where they brought this up. And, uh, fortunately they, 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 they got nothing on the guy. They got nothing on them. So anyways, uh, fuck man, we're past an hour and I am, uh, I got to feed these dogs. They're going to be really annoying. Follow me on Twitter. Sincerely appreciate it. And, uh, yeah, man, just be vigilant. And be positive. Things are going to be okay. Things are pretty rough now. And prepare for a horrific recession. I don't know if we'll get to a depression, but recession, yeah. We're, we, we've been there. But it's only going to get worse. Once the stagflation hits, you'll know. All right, guys. Peace out.